Hello, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Thursday, June 23rd, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. Hey, how is everybody today? How's everything going? Um, a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about on this Thursday. There's a lot going on, a lot going on. So it's going to be kind of a potpourri kind of a thing. As usual, we'll talk about COVID because there's more information about the vaccine, their epic failure, and their side effects that came out of Israel uh, yesterday. But um, I, I really, I think I want to start with, we're going to start with Joe Biden, okay? Because uh, a new Quinnipiac poll came out showing his approval at uh, 33%. Understand that, 33. Only one out of every three Americans approve of the job Joe Biden's doing. This is lower than at any point during the Trump presidency. Even though you heard from CNN and you heard from <clears throat> MSNBC how bad he was and uh, how low his approval was on MSNBC, constantly about his low approval, um, but never 33 so Joe Biden's approval is at 33% for all Americans. But what Quinnipiac did <clears throat> is they broke down the different demographics. With Democrats, of course, his approval is 80. So he gets an 80% approval with Democrats, which is, of course, eight out of every 10 Democrats approve of Joe Biden. But what you should understand is during the entire four years of Donald Trump, he had a 90 to 95% approval with his own party. So Trump had a 90 to 95% approval with Republicans. Joe Biden, only a year and a half into his first term, has an 80% approval with Democrats. And of course, that's as good as it gets. When you do it on to black voters, 59%. You might say 59%. That's the majority. That's terrible for a Democratic president to have a 59% approval rating with blacks. And after that, it's below 50% with every group. White college, 43. Over 65 years old, 43. Women, an abysmal, 39. Democrat, a Democratic president, 39% approval with women. 31% approval with whites. 29 Hispanic. A Democratic president has a 29% approval rate with Hispanics. 27% men. 25% independents. Only one out of every four independents approve of Joe Biden. 25% under 35. Under 35 years old is usually the group Democrats can depend on. Only one out of every four under 35 approve of Joe Biden. And of course, Republicans, an abysmal 7%. So this is these are the numbers for Joe Biden. And he, he deserves those numbers. Joe Biden has terrible numbers because he's a terrible president who blames everything on everyone else. By the way, the telephone lines are open. So if you want to call in about anything I talk about or anything that's on your mind, go ahead. Come on. We're heading towards the end of another week. It's a big Thursday show. So anything that's on your mind, the telephone lines are open. You can call in and uh, and we'll talk. Or if you just want to hear me talk, that's fine also. But I really wanted to start with Joe Biden just to show across the board how Joe Biden's doing terribly. Even groups he's doing better than 50-50 with are below with, with where they usually are. With, with Democrats. And some groups, like I say, when you talk about women and Hispanics and independents and those under 35, he's doing so horrible that there's actually no way if he were running right now for re-election, he would, he would lose in an epic landslide like we haven't seen in a long time. Um, and this is what's expected in November, that these numbers will then comp compute, compute to the Democrats losing very big in an epic uh, tidal wave. So, because uh, we haven't seen numbers like this at the midterms for a president in a long time. We haven't seen numbers this bad in a very, very long time. So, um, that's Joe Biden's record. And, you know, now you have Joe Biden saying the most ridiculous things like gas stations and gas companies should lower their prices. Well, that's not the way it works, Joe. The guy knows nothing about economics. Imagine being almost 80 years old in politics for half a century, not knowing how economics works. If the price of gas goes up, they have to charge more, okay? So, of course, he wants to blame it on, you go to your local gas station, and he wants to blame it on the people who own the gas station. 
for charging $6 a gallon, as though they can charge $4 a gallon and not go belly up in a, in a month or so. These people are barely breaking even as it is. They're barely breaking even as it is now with their charging. But Joe Biden doesn't want to do what he needs to do, which is produce more. It's called supply and demand. You produce more, the prices will go down. We have a state called Texas, which is rich in oil. He doesn't want to use it. He doesn't want to offend the extreme left green morons in his party. That's his problem because these are the only voters he has left. So that's what he said. These are the only voters I have left. I was at 33% approval, 80% of Democrats. Most of those are probably green morons who like the fact that I'm not drilling and I'll lose those. My approval went down to 20 if I do this, if I allow for more drilling. So he's just kowtowing to the extreme, extreme left in his own party that believes in this ridiculous sci-fi fantasy, sci-fi fantasy, which can be worked out realistically in maybe 30, 40 years incrementally. But to say now people have to suffer and pay seven, eight dollars a gallon for God knows how long because of this ridiculous sci-fi fantasy in which he just bends the knee for the extreme left in his party, uh, a fraction of the percentage of the population of this country, a very small minority, is, uh, is why he's a terrible president. The man has no cojones. Unlike a Trump, unlike a DeSantis, he has no cojones. He'll just kowtow to the extreme because the extreme is the only people he has left who approve of him. And so that's the problem. That's the problem. And of course, we people are getting tired of Joe Biden blaming everyone else. People are getting very tired of Joe Biden blaming everyone under the sun. Okay? Everyone under the sun. Everyone under the sun, except himself. And his approval is not going to go up. It's only going to go down because people are going to suffer more between now and November. They say gas prices still have at least two more months of going up. At least two more months of going up. So people, people are going to get more pissed off at Joe Biden. People are going to get more pissed off at Biden. Not less. So we have an inept president who, by the way, uh, back in 2018, back in 2018, um, he said to the Floridians, to people in Florida, you must vote for Andrew Gillum, he said. Joe Biden has never made the right decision in his life. He's never made a right decision in his life on anything, on economics, on foreign affairs, on anything. And so he said in 2018, you have to support Andrew Gillum. He's an upstanding citizen. He's an upstanding politician. He's a man of high moral fiber, he said. He was running against DeSantis, you remember, in 2018. Um, and he lost DeSantis by a point or two. It was very tight. Joe Biden knew nothing about Andrew Gillum. He knew he was black. That's what he knew. He knew he was young and upcoming and African-American. And so he said to vote for him because, of course, he could not say vote for Ron DeSantis. So he said vote for Andrew Gillum. Andrew Gillum has now been – by the way, we remember two years ago. We'll talk about Andrew Gillum's uh, fraud charges that came out today. Um, which, by the way, are lead pipe cinch. The man's in trouble, big trouble. By the way, all you Trump haters out there, I want to make it clear. Uh, this is uh, June 23rd. Okay, this is June 23rd of 2022. Trump has not been indicted. Andrew Gillum has. Let's leave that there. Um, Andrew Gillum, who in 2020 was found on the floor, I believe, with drugs, passed out uh, during a sex orgy. So imagine if he had won, if he had been governor, Two years into his term, he would be found on the floor because we know that's what he did. He made some bullshit excuse that he did that because he lost. He couldn't. He just couldn't take losing. It's so, it was so owed to him to be governor of Florida. He couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't take that he lost and it was so close that he became a drug addict. Give me a fucking break. So he's found on the floor with drugs at a sex orgy. And um, this would have been halfway through his term of governor of Florida. But of course, the left has to say, DeSantis, the Satan, DeSantis, these idiots, these fools. So aside from that flaw in Andrew Gillum's character from 2020, uh, today he was charged, or yesterday he was charged in a 21 count 
indictment for wire fraud, conspiracy charges, and for making false statements. Mr. Gillum, who was formerly the mayor of Tallahassee, and his mentor, Sharon Letman Hicks, so him and his mentor were both charged, were charged for raising funds fraudulently from various entities between 2016 and 2019 for his run for governor. The U.S. Department of Justice said the duo allegedly used some of the money to enrich a company run by Ms. Leckman Hicks, who they said disguised the funds as payroll payments to Mr. Gillum. Both defendants are charged with 19 counts of wire fraud. Gillum is also charged with making false statements to agents to the Federal Bureau of Investigation the Justice Department said. Mr. Gillum said his legal team said in a written statement that he's innocent of the charges. I've spent the last 20 years of life in public service, and I have every campaign I've ever run has been done with integrity. Uh, the fact of the matter is uh, that Mr. Gillum's in huge trouble because what happened was they knew he was corrupt. They knew he was crooked. So the FBI embedded, they embedded people into his campaign who were double agents. So Gillum didn't know they worked for the FBI. So they were his cohorts. So he, they, had, they have him hook, line, and sinker. I'm sure they have plenty of wiretaps as well. So they embedded the FBI into his campaign, and they got him. So my guess is there'll be some kind of a plea deal coming soon. He's some kind of a plea deal coming soon. And being a Democrat, he'll probably get off pretty easy. But this is what would have been governor of Florida. This is what the Democrats think would have been a better governor than Ron DeSantis, who is probably one of the best governors in my lifetime. Ron DeSantis is one of the best governors in my lifetime, but the Democrats think that Andrew Gillum would have been a better governor, a guy who was fraudulently, people who, pay, people who gave money to who they thought he was campaign were giving to him personally. That's basically what happened. So he was defrauding the voters. He was defrauding the people who contributed to his campaign. But these same people think he would have been a better governor two years into his term, lying on the floor with vomit coming out of his mouth than Ron DeSantis, who got COVID right when everyone else got it wrong, who won't poison three-year-olds the way the rest of the governors have no problem poisoning, th poisoning three-year-olds with this shit vaccine. This is who Democrats believe would have been a better governor than Ron DeSantis. This is, this is, this is the Democrat Party nowadays. This, this is the modern-day Democrat Party. These same Democrats... Here in San Francisco, which, you know, San Francisco used to be known as a very safe city, by the way, up until about five years ago. A very safe city. A very safe city. Um, people would always talk about the Tenderloin being dirty and homelessness and all this nonsense and some drug problems. And uh, people from other cities like myself from New York would laugh and say, that's your dangerous area. Eight blocks. There's, there's no violent crime. here was very low. Violent crime was extremely low. Not anymore. So what happened was yesterday on Muni, on Wednesday morning, uh, some guy on a Muni train shot two people, killed a 27-year-old, injured a 70-year-old. They believe the 27-year-old knew him and there was some kind of an argument, and he killed the 27-year-old, and the 70-year-old was an innocent bystander who was also injured, but I think he's going to be fine. Um, and when you hear Democrats now talking, oh, they... That's why they got to take the guns off the streets. This is the too many guns in the right wing and the NRA and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because more gun laws would affect this. This, this guy, this guy who shot these two people, this African-American guy who shot these two people, wouldn't have been able to get a gun. Meanwhile, we're in the city with, these, with some of the strictest gun laws. This is what these moron leftists don't understand. Cities like San Francisco and Chicago and New York, they have the strictest gun laws. Yet they have the most gun crime. Understand that? Listen to me again. The strictest gun laws, most gun crime. I'm not talking about the, the, the school shooting once every 17 months. I'm not talking about the, the mass shooting that happens a couple of times a year. I'm talking about consistent daily gun crime. Like in Chicago, where every weekend there are 15 people shot. And if it's a holiday weekend, it's 50. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. Okay? The kind of gun crime that most of us have to worry about on a daily basis. Most of us don't have to worry about a mass shooting. Is there a, 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 you know, a one in who knows how many thousands of chance will be involved in a mass shooting? Of course. But it's astro the chances are astronomical compared to what we have to deal with on a daily basis as far as having to deal with daily gun crime and daily crime overall, where the odds are much lower that something might happen to us. And yet these cities have the 
most strict gun laws and the most gun crime. And all the left can say, all these morons on the left can say is, oh, we got to get guns off the streets. They're so simple-minded. This is another issue with the, with the moronic left. They're so simple-minded. All the, that's all they can think of. All they have are these knee-jerk, pointless, no-common-sense responses to things that just sound good and feel good emotionally for them to say over and over and over, even though they never work, just like with COVID. Oh, yeah, it's killing so many people. Let's lock down for a decade. Uh, jab 27 times. Let's lock down for a decade. Get 27 jabs. Wear masks until 2037. This is what they believe. They're so stupid and simple-minded, knee-jerk morons, that they have no idea of the complexity of an issue. They have no idea of the complexity of an issue, of the statistics beneath the statistics beneath the statistics. They have no clue. They don't take the time, to, they don't even take 10 minutes out of the day to investigate things, to look at research, to look at studies, to look at what has worked and hasn't worked over the last hundred fucking years. It's just knee-jerk, knee-jerk, knee-jerk. No, the answer isn't, the answer isn't more gun laws that don't work. The answer isn't more masks that don't work. The answer isn't more jabs that don't work. The answer isn't more lockdowns that don't work. The answer isn't doing more of what hasn't worked. The answer is doing different things that we haven't tried yet. Different things that could work. We have not tried fortifying schools, have we? Where have we tried fortifying schools? We haven't tried it at all. We haven't tried fortifying schools, have we? No, of course not. That we haven't tried. We haven't tried focusing on and putting more money into mental health and mental illness. We haven't tried that, have we? We haven't tried getting people off the streets and forcing them into rehab if they're drug addicts, forcing them into mental hospitals if they're a threat to themselves and others. Have we done that? Have we tried that? No, we haven't tried that. Not at all. What the left does is the same old shit. Like here in San Francisco, where now they want to do a center where people can go if they're high. To be safe. To be do drugs safe. To be safe on drugs. To be high and safe. Instead of forcing them into treatment. Forcing them off the streets into treatment. Arresting them and forcing them to get better. That we haven't tried. Like, this is a new idea to open up a center, to open up a center. In fact, they just shut down one of these things. Now they want to reopen it in a different name or different style. But it's the same thing. There was a Lincoln Center that was just shut down because the mayor admitted it didn't work. Now they want to open up some other place where people can go and do drugs or if they're strung out, that's not going to work. Because all it's doing is enabling people. It's making it easier to do drugs. Oh, I got a place to go to do them. I got a place to go to hang out when I'm strung out. Great. That's not going to stop them from doing drugs. That's the point. Stop people from doing drugs. Stop people from hurting other people. That's the point. Yet all we get from the left are these same useless, knee-jerk, quote-unquote, solutions that have never worked and never will work. They like to hear themselves talk. They love to hear themselves talk. They think it's incredibly virtuous to say things like take guns off the streets. It's incredibly virtuous to say things like everyone should wear masks. It's incredibly virtuous to say everyone should get 37 jabs. It's incredibly virtuous to say if you don't get a jab, you can't get a job. If you don't get a jab, you can't go see a play. This is so virtuous to say these things, isn't it? It's so high and mighty to say these things. I feel high and mighty by saying guns should be taken off the streets. I feel high and mighty by saying I wear a mask. I feel high and mighty by saying I got 17 jabs. I'm so high and mighty to show my vax card when I want to go into a play or, or a concert. How high and mighty of me. I'm so much better than you. I'm so, I know virtue. I'm so selfless. Garbage. It doesn't work. It simply doesn't work. And yet they want to do the same things over and over and over again. And you know what the result is? Biden, 33% approval of all Americans, 29% Hispanic, 25% independents, 25% under 35, barely breaking 60 with blacks. That's 
This, that's the answer. That's the result of the last two and a half years of bullshit from Democrats. There's your result. The result is going to be for Democrats that their most hated person that they despise that has given them a, a mental disorder called Trump derangement syndrome might become president again in two and a half years. Are these people going to jump off roofs if that happens? I'll say it again. I'll reiterate this. Ron DeSantis is my candidate. I don't want to see Trump win again. But I got to say, I got to say, if it happens, I may be laughing for the rest of my life. I'll laugh as they, as they jump off roofs, these people. I will. I'll laugh. I'll laugh hysterically like an insane person because they deserve it. They deserve it. They deserve to have their worst nightmare come true because they won't stop with these knee-jerk, useless answers to things that obviously don't work, that a five-year-old, a five-year-old who's getting a forced jab can see doesn't work. They simply don't work. More humor. San Francisco Mayor London Bree tested positive for COVID-19 this week, forcing her to cancel her plans to attend the Pride Parade. I thought she wasn't going to attend the Pride Parade because they weren't allowing uniformed cops to march. Did she change her mind on that? But I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Mayor London Bree testing positive. And, and what did she probably say? I didn't even read her response, but her response is probably, I'm so thankful I got the 17 jab regimen, or I know I'd be dead in the ground right now. There's no science that tells me that. There are no facts that tell me that, but I'm going to say it because it sounds good and it's so virtuous that I got the 17 jab regimen. And that's the, you say, I say 17 jab regimen, you might go, oh, Mike, you're, 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 you're exaggerating. Yeah, like we exaggerate after the first two and we said there'd be another two or three. And you said, no, that'll never happen. And now that Pfizer CEO Skivuz, Bor, what's his name? Albert Boris, Boris, what the hell? Is he has a fucking disgusting face. I can't stand his voice. He comes out and says, oh, it's almost, it's almost sure now it'll be a yearly shot. Like the flu shot. It's almost sure now it'll be a yearly shot. When they said a year and a half ago, it would be two shots of Pfizer or two shots of Moderna, or you could do a one shot. Hey, Hey, here's a great deal. You could do a one shot of Johnson & Johnson and you're done. How many times did they say you could do the one jab of Johnson & Johnson and you're done? How many times did they say that? I hate to yell at you, but I want to know the answer. How many times? Was it more than 500,000 or less than 500,000? Do does anyone feel played? Am I the only one that, well, I'm not played because I didn't, because <laughs> I knew better from day one. Unlike most people who got played. The majority of Americans got played. The majority of people in this world got played. Are you ashamed you got played? I think you're so ashamed you got played that you don't want to admit you got played. Because it's a big ego hit to admit you got played. But baby, you got played. You got played badly by Big Pharma, who knew all along what their plan was. But of course, they couldn't say that. If, if they had said that from day one, You'll need three to five jabs and then probably one every six to 12 months the rest of your life. When most people have said, oh, great deal. Sign me up for that. No. But when they said two of Moderna or two of Pfizer within 28 days or one of Johnson Johnson and you're done and COVID goes away and we get back to normal within six months or so, people said, oh, that's a great deal. So they had to lie to get out of the room alive and to get what they wanted to get the billions of dollars they wanted. And it's cha-ching every year now. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. How much does this CEO scumbag of Pfizer get? How much does that scumbag get? Incredible. Incredible what happened. On the good end of this, the grocery chain giant Publix says they will not be offering COVID vaccines to children under five. Thank goodness for Publix. I know that's the major grocery chain in, in Florida that I know. And they will not be offering COVID vaccines to children under five. I wish there was a Publix here because I would shop at them. So if there's a Publix near you, shop at Publix. 
Shop at Publix. Here's something that someone tweeted today. The excess risk of serious adverse events of special interest surpassed the risk reduction for COVID-19 hospitalization relative to the placebo group in both Pfizer and Moderna trials. 2.3 and 6.4 per 100,000 participants respectively. This is all coming out of Israel now, showing the incredible side effects the incredible, some, some side effects have two, three, four, five, six percent per 100,000 people. And a lot of people got those jabs. Millions and millions of people got those jabs. I'm sorry, per 10,000, not 100,000, per 10,000. More and more is coming out now. More and more is coming out about how, how not just utterly useless. We know how useless these vaccines are. We know people who have gotten the boosts have gotten COVID one, two, three, seven times. We know they're useless. We know they're useless. We know hospitalizations and deaths among those that have the vaccine are higher, much, much higher than those that haven't. We know this. We know the people who have gotten the booster got Omicron more than people that didn't get the booster. We know all this. We know these vaccines are shit. But now we're finding out they're more than just shit. They more than just don't do anything. They do harmful things to a lot of people, a high percentage of people. And this is out of an Israeli study. Israel, not some third world country, okay? Israel. How much more of this are we going to take? How, mu- how much more of this is going to take for people to stop lining up for these things? People to stop making their kids line up to get these things. What is it what is it going to take? There's one other thing I wanted to cover. But you can you can download this stuff now. You can download all of this stuff. Some of these numbers are incredible. 3%, 2%, 6-4% per 10,000 people. Things like kidney injury, liver injury, acute respiratory distress syndrome, coagulation disorder. It's insane. It's insane. More and more and more. Here, more side effects with high high numbers. Here, 4.6% per 10,000. Coagulation disorder, almost 5%. Per 10,000 had that problem. Angioedema, myocarditis, we know about that one. Over and over and over again. Did they put these numbers out before they gave people the vaccine? Did they put these numbers, did they put, did they list these side effects at the pharmacies, at Walgreens, at CVS, in hospitals as you walked in. God knows here in San Francisco and other Democrat-run cities, there are enough fucking signs about masks, enough fucking signs about six-foot distancing, enough fucking signs about get the vaccine. Did they put these signs up? Did they put these stats up? Did they? When you go to a pharmacy to get any kind of a drug, they talk to you, how you take it and what the side effects are. You have the right to ask them, what are the side effects? They have to tell you. But not with these vaccines. No. All they said were safe and effective. They didn't say you had a 5%. They didn't say 5% out of 10,000 got this. They didn't say 4% out of 10,000 got that. They didn't say 6% out of 10,000 got that. They They didn't say any of that stuff. They didn't say any of that stuff. Daniel. Daniel, you're on the line. You're on the show. You're up. Excuse me. Sorry. Don't worry about it. I really really like your your last point. Um, Yeah, let's put signs up about um, all the adverse reactions. serious adverse uh, events from uh, these shit vaccines the shittiest world's shittiest vaccine ever um yeah let's let's do that 
Yeah, I mean, they didn't put, they didn't put up signs saying, you know, five out of 100,000 got, five out of 10,000 got this. So that, that adds up to how many people with percentage. They didn't put any of that stuff up. They didn't say four out of 10,000 people get liver failure. Did they say that? Did they tell anybody that? Did you hear on the news? Did you hear on CNN or MSNBC? Or did Fauci ever say it? Fauci's been on the news for about 85 million minutes in the last two and a half years. Did he ever say that once? Yeah. The, the, the really important line from that um, study was that the excess risk of serious adverse events of special interest, which is the, the, the many, you listed many of them, surpassed the risk of reduction for COVID-19 hospitalization relative to the placebo group. So, so <laughs> you, you mean, you're, you're taking these things basically to, to stay out of the hospital and, um, and you, you have a higher chance of winding up in the hospital because of a serious side, uh, serious adverse effect. It's, it's, it's insane. I mean, and this, and the, 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 the more we go through this, the more, the, the more we get away from the beginning of these rollouts in December of 2020, January, 2021, the further we get away from that, the more we're finding out how utterly useless and also destructive these vaccines are. And as we learn, the thing that's so stunning, as we learn they're useless, as we learn they're unsafe and ineffective, not safe and effective, they're unsafe and ineffective, the more they want to give it to people, including infants. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting psychological phenomenon there, isn't it? And it's not just psychological, of course, it's, 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 it's uh, loaded up with, with greed and politics, but there is a odd psychological perspective or, or aspect to the, what's going on here, where the more it fails, the more they push it <clears throat> in, in order. It, it's kind of, um, you know, if, if, if everybody's taken it and everybody is in the same boat, then they feel that they're like failing altogether or something like that, that there's some com camaraderie or commonality, shared experience and failure that justifies the failure itself. By the way, while you're on with me, there's more failure. Aside from yeah. these being ineffective and unsafe, Canada, our inflation rate, and this is all due, of course, as you know, to lockdowns and all that nonsense. Our inflation rate is 8.6. Canada's now right behind us. Their inflation went up to 7.7, the largest yearly increase from last year since January of 83. So basically their largest increase in almost 40 years. So is it a coincidence that the countries that had the greatest lockdowns and the most people, like we had all the 30, 35 Democratic governors pushing lockdowns. Most Republican governors didn't fight against it, by the way, other than Ron DeSantis. And, um, and Canada, of course, with Justin Trudeau, here with Joe Biden. The country, the two countries that had the, the largest, the longest lockdowns and the most economic destruction, the most small businesses closing, have the highest inflation rate in the world. I wonder if that's a coincidence. Yeah, you know, no places, <laughs> like Sweden and Japan, their inflation rates are, are low, incredibly low. Yeah, why why would that be? Yeah, and uh, yeah, New Zealand um, is is going to be hit really hard. Uh, Sweden, on the other hand, um, and most Norwegian countries, um, they're not going to their their most most of their economic fall is going to come by virtue of us because we have in the West in general have a huge impact on the entire globe. So he's, yeah, so the West went crazy, and the rest of the world is is it's not going to those that were um, you know relatively sane compared to us are going to be hurt less, but they're still going to be hurt tremendously because of our behavior, and and, and we see that in African and um, there's the World Bank report that half, half a million children are going to have already died around this world because of our COVID policies and the economic fallout. Oh, and there's one more thing I wanted to 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 mention um, at, with these with these horrible vaccines. Um, a new did you hear about this one? Where a new peer released review study conducted by Israel again shows a connection between the COVID nineteen vaccine and the decrease in sperm count at yeah. seventy five to one hundred and fifty days following vaccination. Sperm concentration was found to be fifteen point four percent decreased from the baseline. That's an incredible number. Fifteen point four percent. Yeah, it's not a good. It's it's not a good. Fifteen uh, percent. It's it's not so much the percent that bothers me. It's the mechanism. What 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 is reducing the sperm count? Is the spike protein 
for example, being so widely distributed, or is the mRNA that that it, and it, and this isn't native mRNA? That's what everyone really needs to understand. This is mRNA that's that lives longer. It, um, it has a longer half life than uh, natural wild type mRNA. Is this mRNA? Is it um, is it lysing and and uh, it, from, from the cells? Um, macrophages picking it up, uh, uh, other monocytes picking it up, uh, and essentially, uh, when they do that, they create you know little vesicles that surround these cells. Uh, is, is it essentially generating, uh, are cells becoming generators of more of this long-lived m- mRNA and dispersing it through our tissue? I mean, what's the freaking mechanism that's that's causing sperm count to go down? Because if it's doing that in our spermatocytes, and if it's doing it in our testicles, and, and it's probably doing something similar in ovaries, um, if it's doing it in gametes in general, it's doing it in tissue in general. And we need to understand what is going on here. Um, Robert Malone has been recently talking more about this, uh, Dr. Malone, and mm-hmm. it's a good thing that, that, he, that he is, and he's got some 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 pretty good ideas about uh, of what is going on there. Um, I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, we put we put this shittiest vaccine out uh, ever without understanding, and, and we were lied to. We were just outright lied to about the nature of the RNA in these mRNA viruses. It's not wild type you know, mRNA. It doesn't you know, consp- follow. It. Right. Well, conspiracy theorists, I put that in quotes, would would say something like, "This is intended." There might be some people out there who want the male sperm cap to go down that don't want. You know, it. you know, I, 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 I don't buy that one bit. If, 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 if some entity wanted to kill us off, there's a lot cheaper ways and more effective to kill us off: our water supply, food supply, etc. And it's it'd be easy to kill people in massive numbers. They wouldn't go to all this trouble. This, this is this is due. This is due. But to this, but this could just. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the devil's advocate there. I'm gonna take devil's advocate. This is more of an. But Daniel, this is more of an insidious way of doing it. A slower, more methodical, insidious way of doing it. Millions and millions and millions of men got this shot. Billions. Yeah, yeah. There are in, insidious ways to poison water too. I mean, you could put some benzene in water, for example, and it causes you know. Cancer, it's the most carcinogenic compound that we have, and it's causing cancers all over the place. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a question. Look, what's been done is done. I mean, people have gotten this. Millions of people have gotten this. In a city like San Francisco, they figure 90%. This is my question. If I'm out there and I got a jab or two or three or four, and I'm finally coming to the realization of what the fuck did I do, my question would be, maybe you have this answer, maybe you don't. If I stop now, if I don't go through this yearly regimen that the Pfizer CEO scumbag wants me to do, can't can't will it get better? Am I okay? Will I be okay? If I, I stop I, now, you 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 mean will the adverse effects essentially disappear in time? Right. I hope so, since both of my children, in order to go to college, had That's to right. get this fucking vaccine. Um, That's right. If any if anything happens to them. Um, there's going to be a lot of. Oh, I'm not going to say anything. If anything happens to my children, I get, it, I get, it, I get, it. I understand. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. understand. Uh, I mean, look, 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 you know what we've. I don't. I, look what we've. You know we've talked. We talked about this in the past about your father. You know, so it's it's uh it's uh a lot of people have. Look, you're not the only one. There are millions and millions of people in this situation where they had an elderly, you know, parent who was killed or harmed from this, or the lockdowns, or kids who had to go to college and had to get these damn things when they didn't want to. This is at millions and millions and millions of people. But I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, if I were, uh, if I were in this situation now, I know most people who have taken the vaccine will never admit that it was bad because most people don't want to believe that they were fooled. Most people don't want to believe they were harmed or could be harmed. Uh, but if there are some people out there, and I'm sure there's a small percentage of people who are thinking, oh, shit, I wish I hadn't done that. Actually, I've seen some of them on TV say they wish they hadn't done it, but they had to do it because of a job or blah, 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 <laughs> or school. I'm just wondering if if they stop now, if they finally learn their lesson now, I'm wondering if if this can be reversed or if, if there's not a bad end to them 
We don't know enough. Yeah, we just don't know about, enough about the adverse effects from this. And, and we, we don't have any, I mean, we haven't been using it long term, so we don't have any long term data. I mean, it's that. Well, simple. look, I'm not a parent, Daniel. I'm not a parent, but I want to speak to you, other parents out there. I think it's bad enough <laughs> that your kids had to get a medical procedure they didn't want. But I would certainly hope that knowing what we know now, that you or any other parent will not let them get any more of these things, no matter what the situation is. My, my children are adults now, and it would be very, very difficult for me to stop them from getting the vaccine without causing tremendous hard, hardship and, and essentially cleave our relationship. Um, this, is, this is so heartbreaking for me. And parents all over, I mean, when, when it comes to young children, young children are going to follow exactly what their parents can say, and they're going to believe every word that their parents tell them. There's going to be no problem for people um, stopping kids less than 16, less than 18 years old and just say, hey, no, no, I don't want you to have this. Um, it, it, there's very rarely is a child going to put up a, a fight. If, but if a child's education is depending on it and their future is depending on it and they're adults, there's going to be a fight and potentially because they don't, they don't, my, my daughter has graduated from college, so she doesn't have to do any of this shit anymore. My son is, is a freshman. They may make, they may make him do this, try to make him do this again at UCSD. Mike, I don't know what to do. On, on one hand, I can say, say to my son, you know, just, just don't do this. You know, drop out of school for for a year. God, that 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 choice is just just so it's just so fucking heartbreaking to me. You know, I've got you know, you know, like you said, you mentioned my father and the lockdown that which caused his death. To see the harm to come to my children, either because they're kept out of of, of education, either because their education is pre is interrupted. Or maybe even prematurely terminated, um, or because they end up t- taking a vaccine that may harm them down down the line. The, the rage that I feel over this thing, it, it is just it's just off the charts. I just can't tell you, I, I, if if I allowed myself to feel entirely this rage, it would kill me. Right. Oh, I know. I know, we, and we all feel rage, but I haven't had any kids, so I haven't had my, I, This is when I thank God I don't have kids, um, or at least kids of the age of, you know, of under, under 18, um, under 21. Um, but the idea that, the idea that parents had to make this decision and kids had to make this decision is absolutely criminal. I mean, uh, and I've, I've said this before, it's not hyperbole. I, I, I think these people need to go to jail. These, these people, people these prison. people we we need some 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 executions mike is what we need these people are no less bar- these people are no less barbaric their acts are no less heinous and egregious than those of nazis during during world war 2 they they dr mengele joseph mengele doesn't i'm hoping i'm pronouncing his name right i, I never really learned how to pronounce his name correctly Mangle, Mangle, yeah. yeah 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 uh, he can't hold old candle to these freaking monsters well you know and uh i i i've called them nazis throughout this thing i believe they are right on that line right right right, right on par with with not with nazis with 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 doctors like Mengele who forced medical procedures to see how people react to certain things using them as as basically just as as uh, as bodies, not as even as humans. I mean, this is, I believe this is the same thing. These people, we have had millions of people experimented on. We've had millions we had, of people used yeah. for political expediency, like this vaccine, like this vaccine. 200 that, million, I mean, 200 it, million. It, it's, amazing, it's amazing to me that people are now saying, wow, look at all these side effects. When you and I knew, and people who, who had, uh, who was sane and had common sense and could think straight, uh, and more just getting emotional and fearful and hysterical over this can say, wait a minute, there's a reason why most vaccines took five, seven, eight years, right? There's a re- reason why most vaccines, when this one was five, seven, eight months, and was obviously done for political expediency. It was obviously done for political expediency and a fast money grab. 
And uh, I, yes, the guy that was there when this all happened was Trump. I mean, this, that, this, is the, this is the most hysterical thing about this, is that it was Trump's Operation Warp Speed, and there should never be an Operation Warp Speed with a vaccine. That's fucking ridiculous. But, um, but his Operation Warp Speed is what created these horrible, useless vaccines that Democrats took in droves. And Democrats, yeah. took on, t- Democrats took on as their own when it's his vaccine. But the, yeah. great slight, the great sleight of hand that these bastards did, that these Democrats governors did and, and Biden did, was they, they did the sleight of hand where they changed it from the Trump vaccine. They changed the branding from the Trump vaccine to the Fauci slash Biden vaccine. And once they rebranded it as the Fauci slash Biden vaccine, all Democrats took it. When you and I know it's the Trump vaccine, it was. It's not a different vaccine. It's the same one that came out of Operation Warp Speed, and it the rollout came while he was still president. I mean, how dumb are these people, Daniel? Um, th- that's that's a. I have no. I have no nothing to fathom that that depth of stupidity. Um, but the, your your point was that you know four to five years to test a uh, a vaccine before the release that that's that's with known technology with attenuated and killed viruses technology that we've been using since the 1940s for god's sakes 80 plus years of technology on killed and attenuated viruses now a brand new technology with mrna viruses encapsulated in lipid nanoparticles comes out targeting only one protein, uh, one antigen alone. And these things are released in months? Bad deal, man. I mean, it was a bad deal from day one. So it's no shock. The thing that usually takes years to took months is shit and not effective and dangerous. Uh, it's it's only a shock to the to, to idiots. I, I, there's no other way to put it. I can't, I can't be any more subtle than that. It's only a shock to idiots. And it was the reason, Daniel, it was the reason why it was the number one reason why Trump wasn't the reason why Fauci wasn't the reason why Biden wasn't the reason why it was the number one reason why I didn't take them because I know as a, an intelligent person who's sane and can think intelligently and not just emotionally that this was too fast. These vaccines came too fast. It was too magical for my liking. And I don't believe in magic when it comes to medicine. I believe yes. in the lead pipes in science and when if if vaccine if the, if, if the normal vaccine took a few months, I'd say sure, but no. When you know the normal vaccine takes five to eight years, and this one was done in a matter of months, in fact, done even before the virus existed, I believe. <laughs> I, you start to think to yourself, "What the hell? Why why would I trust this? Why would I trust this for something I have such a small, small, small percentage?" of getting really sick from and an even smaller percentage of dying from yeah. and that was, that was my decision making when people want to know my decision making which of course is not owed to anybody but since i have a show i'll 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 talk about it um, that was my decision making that no 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 yeah. i i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not participating in this it was you didn't you didn't really need to educate yourself on any of the science I mean, we we can talk about. I mean, we we've hashed over, um, and I've hashed over with many friends and colleagues the you know various aspects of the science of vaccines and immunology and infectious disease and this particular virus in general over the last two years. But none of that was necessary in order to make this decision about when whether to get vaccinated or not. It is as simple as you just said, and one of the most important articles that anybody could have read. And I have been saying this since early 2000, maybe like March of 2020, when I first read the article. And the article was written in 2010. I've mentioned this to you before. It's written in Der Spiegel, uh, a a German publication, well-respected German publication, and it's called Reconstruction of a Mass Hysteria. And, And it's about the 2009 swine flu scare. If you read this thing, it reads as a virtual blueprint for the first year and a half of the COVID crap. And and to think that pharmaceutical industry hadn't taken this as a blueprint and run with it and just repeating the same thing 
to, to, to once again make billions of dollars, it would just be lunacy to think that that is, isn't exactly what they did. And it is what they did. And they succeeded beyond their wildest imagination. And this is something that I don't think that they planned on. And I've been saying this since, uh, you know, early 2021. I think there's a lot of very scared pharmaceutical CEOs out there right now because they succeeded. They used the, the 2009, uh, what they learned during 2009 as a means to make even bigger killing in 2020. And I don't think they expected to have this much success. There is going to be people that are out literally, literally for their heads. Well, I hope uh, I, I hope that's the case, Daniel. I really do. I hope I hope that's the case. Daniel, let me let you go. All right, we'll yeah. talk more. All right, thanks. Uh, yes, I have to say that I hope that's the case. I hope that people finally begin to wake up. The, the numbers are out there. The information's out there. All you have to do is look. I understand some people don't want to look. They don't want to look. It's almost like when someone has a symptom of something and they think it's something bad and they don't want to look, right? They don't want to look at WebMD, which your doctor tells you not to do anyway. But people don't want to look. They don't want to look and see that these are all the side effects. This is how bad this vaccine is that I took one, two, three, maybe even four, four times if you're over 65. So I, it's a problem. That's the problem. People don't want to look. They'd rather not see. They'd rather pretend it doesn't exist and they'd rather go with blinders on. Uh, believing that what they got was a good medicine. And obviously, day by day, day by day, we're learning it's worse than we ever thought. All right. Thanks to Daniel for calling in. Um, tomorrow uh, on the Big Friday show, I want to remind everyone that beginning next week, uh, the, the hours will change a little bit. Um, so I'll be in New York. I'll be visiting New York City and I'll be doing things. And so I'll, uh, I'll post hopefully within a day ahead of time, 24 hours ahead of time, when the show will be on, on the calendar on callin.com. But the hours will change. So it won't be, won't be midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern, starting, uh, starting on Monday. Um, but tomorrow it will be regular time, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern. And the Big Friday show will uh, include a review of Elvis. Elvis, directed by Baz Luhrmann. Uh, so I will have that, uh, I'll have that review as well. Okay. This has been, and let's be heard. I'm Mike Chopley. Uh, and remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office, vote them out now. See you tomorrow.